one, two, three. I'm just kidding. Well, welcome episode 62 of Tyish Podcast. I'm Donna Gabbana. Hi, I'm Will. <laughs> Will's a little far away today. Just kidding. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. It is really nice over here. I'm actually not ready for the cold. It's 70, but it feels like 90 today. Did you realize that? I just sweat all season, so it's not... Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels so nice, but it was only like 75 degrees. I was like, that's confusing, but either way, I'll take a sunny day over rainy days anyway. Um, so what... It <laughs> was a hard sigh. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so we were definitely going to continue on our day four, which is our day four trip in Thailand. Um, we are in Phuket and we have lots and lots and lots of activities. I think this is like day two in Phuket. Um, we definitely went visit like about five to six locations just to, you know, get through the day so that way we feel like we don't miss out anything in Phuket but the first place we went to was the um Promtep Cape or in Thai it's um Lam Promtep it's pretty basically like a a view where you can see the other islands um people go there to take pictures um but that's towards the south of Phuket and it's actually the most photographed place too do you remember this is for the birds before the bird it's another viewpoint but it's before that it's like really elongated view it's like we we both like stood over by the cliff to take a picture of close to the island that's that's where oh okay yeah. with the statues and yeah 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 but it, like a lot of photographers like to go there to see the sunset mm-hmm. like that so that's a really common basically it's a great viewpoint to cat to capture the other island um you know scenic stuff basically just to go to, just to make you feel like you're actually here at, at an island it does look like a generic postcard of beach yes there you go yes so that's one of the the cape that we actually went to and then we went to the other one which is called garon viewpoint is another point where you would take a scenic view but coincidentally there was a eagle thai people are just finessing you know they always have stuff to sell Mm -hmm. so this guy have like this well-trained eagle you know with his like you know the claw has rubbers around it so it doesn't claw you um but it's like a heavy bird actually yeah that bird was thick the bird is heavy as hell. Like, I never got that close to an eagle, and I never realized how heavy the eagle. Like, the movies made it seem like they're just light, mm-hmm. but actuality, they're, like, heavy as fuck. I wish I got a better picture of the view. I think I was so fascinated with the eagles, I didn't realize it was a view. <laughs> yeah, and well, the cool point is, like, the guy was selling the eagle, but also selling the view with the eagle, too, which is actually smart marketing me yeah like he he's actually there and that's the area where people take pictures for the view and he's like why not i just throw in a tra a train eagle over there so if i get a corgi and i just go sit out in front of a dope view i can charge people to take pictures with it um a corgi has to be doing something though it can't just be a corgi he dances 
Okay, if it's corgi dances and he juggles, yeah, it's a selling point right there. <laughs> I have a juggling corgi. What type of this scene you? I yeah. thought that would work. Like the guy, he's able to sell the eagle because what are the odds of you seeing eagles? Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot. In so. Thailand? It's right. Like you could sell eagles, uh, monkeys could be playing something. Yeah, they're sketchy. Elf. Well, we haven't really seen scary monkeys, or neither we want to be in the province where the monkeys are terrorizing. Actually, one of our coworkers actually got money or wallet stolen from a monkey. Yeah, see that? That's hilarious. That would make me hate all monkeys. Oh my god, they were so, they're, they're a mini thief. They fight you too. They're like, you want them back? If Come somebody would ever call me a monkey, I feel like that would be fighting words after that. Like, I feel like I would never be the same. Oh, no. I would never look at monkeys the same. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, but yeah, thankfully we didn't see monkeys. Well, we saw a monkey at the banana beach. Mm-hmm. But they were like distance and they're just doing their own thing. It's not so much. And I mean, they don't do anything. Thinking about it, I mean, you would expect to see monkeys on banana beach. I was actually expecting to see a little bit more, but I haven't seen them. But what's funny is, remember, I did I ever tell you a story? That when I was going to school in Thailand, um, there we actually have two to three monkeys up in the tree. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. Yeah, we actually have monkeys in our school. Do they steal stuff? No. I mean, they steal food. Whatever you drop, mm. they'll take it. They'll hang out, but they but it's not like a school's pet. It's just they're there. Mm, they're there first. They're there to hang out. They got trees, so they're up in the trees. But then we'll see monkeys sometimes. Like what the hell? But yeah. Yeah, I remember your mom would show me videos of people getting robbed by monkeys, and I'm just like, ah, I'm good. Yeah, those monkeys. Those One of them stole the girl's phone. Yeah, those monkeys are terrible. They can they can uh, what's it called? Carjack. They know uh, how to carjack too. The Kia boys. <laughs> Yeah, they they got the little <laughs> by the window and just can break in. So not only you're worried about thief, you're worried about money. <laughs> so how much is car insurance? <laughs> I'm curious. Where you I don't know. Not in Phuket. This is not actually in the island. This is another providence in Thailand. Mm. I think it's either close to a UTI or somewhere in that neighboring area. Mm. Like there's streets filled with monkeys. That actually would give me goosebumps because that's too much. Yeah. I would feel like it's the planet of apes. And I'd be like, I feel like I'm in their hood. I would just start throwing food at them. Like, here, take it. That's all I have. Ah, Don't don't rob me. (laughs) Leave me alone. But yeah. But back to the eagle. It's pretty cool, actually. I think Patrick has a really good picture. Yeah, he probably has the best pictures I think out of all of them. (laughs) Yeah. I'm okay. But I mean, but but it's pretty awesome. I felt like every time I go to Thailand, I've taken a picture with a pe- with an animal of some sort. There's always a theme animal. Like the first time I went, I took a picture with a tiger. Mm-hmm. Second time I went, I took a picture with elephant. This recent one is we take a picture with an eagle and an elephant. Well, did we take a picture with an elephant? Elephant was last year. Last year, okay. We saw an elephant. We just didn't take a picture with it because mm-hmm. we were like, been there, done that. What's new? <laughs> but yeah, that was pretty cool though. That was really random, but I was like, why not? Let's just take pictures with eagles. And again, I don't speak Thai, so I'm just like, oh, eagle. Right, right, right. It was so random. I was like, this guy, this dude was just chilling. Like, he wasn't really selling eagles. So I was just like, so random you have an eagle with you. But okay. But then I saw rubbers around it, so I have a suspicion, like, okay, he's selling something by this viewpoint right here. 
And by that point, people forgot about the viewpoint. They're so occupied no, on the eagle. I am people. I forgot about the viewpoint. All I saw was <laughs> even in the pictures, all you see is person eagle. You don't even see the like, the view in the background. Uh, right. You just saw like some random greenery in the back. But it's but it's cool though. I mean, it's it's basically to to be with nature. Mm-hmm. I read that picture for work. My work see? slide. See. So I think I think to be to be with nature is probably. Uh, a good thing there so it's not like we're not too far off distracted um but then right after that though we you know because we always have like four course meals um we definitely went to the restaurant called laya or raya restaurant is actually a well-known phuket restaurant and that's where we're going to meet up with mom's friend Mm. who is actually very very important to phuket by the way like Whenever they hear her last name, they instantly know, like, oh, because I think her fa- um her family owns like a mine. Mm-hmm. Am, am I saying that right? Like tin mine, like some sort of mine in Phuket, which mm-hmm. is like really well known. Um, so yeah, she's she's up there, but she knows my mom since they were like super little, like kindergarten and boarding and boarding school, which is hilarious. It's interesting to see how where people end up. When you meet your childhood friend, mm. aren't you curious? Well, I mean, it's different now with social media because, like, you already know with when... our generation, like, mm-hmm. all the people that I think there's only one person who, like, from elementary school that I'm wondering where they are today. But that's just because I'm pretty sure he works for like the CIA or FBI because, like, he has that's no it. internet presence whatsoever. Like, I've Googled his name, his dad's name. This is my only one other friend growing up who ever been whoever went to Thailand. Really? Yeah, his name was Harvey, but like, um, I wait, him... what's his last? Oh well, we'll, we'll take this off camera. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait, I know a Harvey, white person. Mm, nah. Oh. I, I, and that's what a lot of people say, but like, no, nah, it's one uh, one black friend named Harvey. One of the our interesting. Clothes, he, was, he was in our group. Like me and uh, Deb were just talking about this the other day, and like we're pretty uh-huh. sure he works for the government because you can Google him. There's no trace of him online, but. A couple of years ago, I had uh, just put it on Facebook, like, hey, if anybody talks to him, like, reach out to me. He messaged me from a Facebook account <laughs> that that looked like it's been there for a while. But then, like, after a while, like, we had talked a little bit, we weren't able to meet up, but then, like, it was just gone. Oh, that's why you're convinced that he's part of a CIA or mm-hmm. something really, really Because I just put his, name, put his name on literally within 24 hours, like, he had hit me up, like, hey, how's it going? Do you ever ask, like, hey, or where have you been? I haven't really, like, I mean, seen you on social media. It's not like he's going to tell me that he worked for the government. <laughs> True. Secret service are sworn secrecy, so I, I guess I, you can't really I know a few people who used yourself. to work for the secret service, because, you know, I have a cool job now, but... That's pretty cool. But that's interesting. Like, I'm thinking about putting out the bat signal one more time just to see where he's at. Just because I usually try to check on him, like, every five years just to make sure he's still around. Because we were, like, super close. Like, me and him were just as close as me and Dev were. Wow. Like, he's basically your best friend. Our group was our group was tight. It was me, Dev, Zach, Harvey, my friend James, the one that lives in L.A. So they just, he just disappeared? We just, nobody knows where he's at. Oh, wow. So, Harvey, if you're somehow listening to this because you work for the government and you know that your name is Z Sanders Podcast, <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> you obviously know how to reach me, so. That's hilarious. That's interesting. That's interesting. I never knew that. Yeah. But back to mom's friend, because mom has friends, like, everywhere, all over Thailand or all over the world, actually. Um, 
which is really interesting like you met someone since kindergarten and then you just like look them up again you're like wow this is where you're at now i don't think i have any i don't know what I, actually i don't even know anybody in my kindergarten class i can't think of their names at all Cause, well i also went to many different schools and... yeah well i left vegas from middle school and i lost complete track i think i'm only friends with like one guy literally one guy but that's because his dad and my mom worked in the same place at one point of time. Mm. It was interesting. I was like, hmm, you're literally my only Las Vegas friend. Yeah, I have no Virginia friends. Oh, yeah. It's harder when you're, like, from different states. Like, I, I, would, I wouldn't even know where to start. Like, Shoot, I don't, I don't have any Ohio friends before the fourth grade. Wow. Deb is my oldest... Nah. Yeah, actually, yeah, Dev is my oldest friend. Wow. Like, out of all my friends ever, he's my oldest friend. And then it's Zach. Yeah, I think Irene is my oldest friend. I met Dev a year before I met Zach. Wow. There you go. And by Dev, I mean Barry White. I just... It just... For a long-time listeners. Right. But anyway, let's let's reel it back just a little bit. Um, so, yes, we went... To, we met up at the restaurant. The restaurant's actually really interesting. It's... The inspiration behind it, I did some research because I'm that kind of person. So it's a well-known, it's a well-known restaurant. It's also well-known for its Phuket, Phuket-style cuisine. Um, I even actually did a little research of the owner. Like the owner, so what I found interesting is how this restaurant came about is that this owner, she used to work for like a financial institution and she basically loves to cook. So she'll cook for her family, friends, and they all were like, "Oh my God, your your um, your food is so good. You should like totally open a restaurant. You know how people are. Mm-hmm. They're like, your food is damn good. You should totally open a restaurant or stuff like that. Um, basically, she did. You know, she she ended up opening a restaurant since 1994. So I'm only like four years old. That's a long time. Oh, speaking of restaurants, I'll tell you, Brendan is a manager at his restaurant now? Yeah, you did tell me that. And that he eats, like, officially? Oh, I've, I don't know about official, but Yeah, like, yes. I talked to him today, he was shopping for his uniform. Wow. And I bring that up because his restaurant has a Michelin star. That's amazing. Yeah, so he's a manager of a Michelin star restaurant. Does, he doesn't cook, though, right? He's just a manager, just managed food? Yes, I believe. Oh, that's pretty But cool. he can cook. <laughs> I, I believe it. I believe it. I sort of once he gets his start, we're gonna have a, we're gonna travel out to his restaurant for a podcast. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so she she opened a restaurant during that time, and her well known dish, and that's the dish we ate by the way. It's the crab meat with coconut curry. It's her one of her signature dish, and that curry cooked about three hours mm. before being prepared to us. So it means legit. Mm-hmm. So it's really, really good, actually. You guys should try it out whenever you go to that restaurant. I mean, it's a really, it looks like an old, like an old kind of inspired building. It's like Chinese, Portuguese, like building, but it's, yeah, it's a restaurant, though. It's a big yellow. So in your opinion, what's the difference between Phuket style cuisine and say like Bangkok style cuisine? Uh, Phuket style cuisine is inspired with like, Chinese, Portuguese, like food. It's still the same. Multi-ethnic. It's still Thai-inspired. Like, we love curries. We love rice. We love spicy food. But this is more of, I don't know what's the word. 
like we we wouldn't eat crab meat with coconut cu- curry that often. It's I think that's something that Phuket people eat. Say I only ask because like for me it's, it's all foreign, so I really can't tell you a foreign between a foreign. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm still. Yeah, but no, the dis- I can tell it was different. Yes, it. But is like different. I didn't know what exactly made it different. If that makes sense. Yes, absolutely. I mean that's a good question. Like I I don't eat enough Thai food to be able to tell that much of distinguish. Really? Like we eat hella Thai food. We eat Thai food literally every day. But it's not diverse though. Like not that diverse. There's so much more Thai food. When I lived in Thailand it was so much more. But it it was just here is just based off on like familiar tastes, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Like mom only chews a fur a certain region mm. to give to us. But like one region consists of a lot. Like Isan eats more than just sticky rice and grilled chicken. There's like other types. Yeah, there's, there's like bamboo shoots mixed with uh, spice, um, with meat and stuff like that. Or uh, steak was really really su- uh, sour sauce to paired with it. Um, we call it Long Hai, which is like crying tiger because the sauce is really spicy. You basically cry. Mm. So it's it's stuff like that. Okay, I was yeah. curious because I mean I still see like similar stuff like papaya salad was in Phuket as and everywhere else, but like yeah, it is. And it's still spicy as fuck everywhere. Yeah, I mean that's the correct way to eat papaya salad, honestly. It's, but it's, how you have hot cold salad? We love it. It's like spicy coleslaw is what it reminds me of. Ah, it's like if coleslaw were spicy and hurt, that would be papaya salad. <laughs> Without the mayonnaise. Yes, without the mayonnaise. Yes, we do, we do not include mayonnaise. Even though we do love, like, those mayonnaise-like sandwich. Like, we love egg sandwich. We love that actually, place. Actually, your mom just put mayonnaise on a lot of things. Come to think of it. Yeah, she does. She loves mayonnaise. It's like, she hates eating it without the mayonnaise. Like, every time she makes me a ham sandwich, she always put mayonnaise on it. That's white people food. That's Thai, too. We love mayonnaise. We just love dressing of some sort. If it's just a bread, cheese, and, and ham, we're like, the fuck is this? There's some mustard on it. Uh, yeah, we, we, we like we like sauce. Some Worcestershire sauce. Yeah, we like sauce with it. Mm-hmm. Something wet. That's what we prefer in mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, you said it. Mm-hmm, I hear you. <laughs> but anyways, but yeah, that's basically what the restaurant is. And I thought it was pretty cool because... Literally looking everywhere, there was royal family who visited this restaurant, important people who visited the restaurant. Like, the picture seems old, but, like, at the same time, it has a story. Like, while I was eating, I was actually looking around, too. I was like, oh. It was pretty interesting. But, yeah, Elin mom gets to meet with her friend, so mm-hmm. they get to talk to each other. Got and got to drink out of coconuts? Yes, like, fresh coconuts. Yeah, which is really nice. Did we eat any dessert? I don't remember. I think we did. There was something. I can't remember. Because I didn't take pictures. That's really the one thing I regret on the ship is I didn't take pictures of a lot of food. But there's so much going on. Right. Like, I... It would be weird to start taking pictures. I mean, I did take a picture because that's when we discovered that Titus can do the rock. (laughs) The people's eyebrows. The people... Yeah. That was, like... That was so random. I was like, I don't even know how you do that. He's like, what? What did I do? (laughs) I was like, do it again. And he did it again. Dwayne. (laughs) Dwayne. (laughs) Dwayne. Johnson, the way to walk. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. It's adorable. 
I love it. So he did a self-discovery along, along the way, which is interesting. <laughs> and then we, um, not only we, you know, finished eating, but we also went to my mom's friend's house. Was it actually, we discovered it was a location that uh, one of the HBO show have taken place. Because Puka is pretty well known. Um, but since she knows people and she's like out there, like her house is like the perfect What's the word for it? It's like it's perfect scenery for like if you're going if you're going for like back in the days kind of. Mm-hmm. So I guess for our listeners, like sort of to preface the movie, the movies with Robert or no, it's a show, wasn't it? It was like a limited series. She said HBO with um, Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm saying Johnny that, but with Robert Downey Jr. and I guess it's a period piece. So like yeah. the house fits. It's it's set like an old time house, so it fits that kind of. Oh, the house is like over. Was it? many years old mm-hmm. and that's why it fit like what they were trying to do with mm-hmm. hbo which i thought was super cool and they got paid for it yeah like the door like we walked in it's like a big huge door like the living room it was set up for with like she have a lot of antiques and a lot of like china and like yeah it, it, it fits perfectly she did explain to both me and will we had a really good conversation outside of her house and she said there were certain areas like her ancestor pictures. She refused to move it, so they just put a drop over it and basically move on with their day. Um, but yeah, that was pretty cool. It was funny how she was saying like he thought it was like super hot, and <laughs> which I was like, I, I I get that for sure. Wait, what? What is super hot? The weather? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thailand is no joke when it comes to weather. It's it's heat. Actually, the island is actually hotter, cause it's just. See, I didn't even think I didn't even think much about the heat, just cause it was raining. So it was like, all right, I'm just gonna. Get yeah, back. we. I mean, we already hit day two of the monsoon, so it, it like the timing for when we came, it's it's rainy season for Thailand mm-hmm. anyway. That's why people are like, why are you showing up on rainy season? But it didn't really rain though. Uh, it, I feel like it rained at least once a day. Mm. Sometimes those days. Yeah. Like, as long as we're in the shelter, something somewhere doing something, I think we needed it. Mm. But yeah, that. But yeah, but it was pretty cool. I like I we, I think I posted pictures. Yeah, it, it's definitely on our Thaiish podcast Instagram. Like we definitely have pictures of the house. I think I have a video. I think I have a couple of videos of the house actually. Yeah, it, it's pretty cool. That I shot decent. Yeah, because you brought your. Was it? What is it called again? The gimbal. Gimbal. Yeah, you brought your gimbal. You got your whole equipment. I had no idea what I was doing though. <laughs> but it's okay. Like that, I, I like. I appreciate she take the time to explain it to us, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And I could see how she's like really proud of it too. I was like, I would be too. Like, shoot, people coming over. Uh, let me just give you a little story about what's happening here before you guys came. Mm-hmm. I was like that. I thought that was really interesting. And she spoke fluent English, so I was like, I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah, her English is really good, but that's because she was, um, she works, she helped out with the Thai embassy, so she meets with a lot of, you know, foreign affair people and mm. all that. So, yeah, her like her English comes in really handy. So yeah, it was a little surprising. Yeah, it was. I love it. I love it. She. She's a really nice lady. Like, my mom was so geeked when she saw her. She's like, I haven't seen you for a long time. 
um, because uh, one of her nephew got married at the house too and it was a big thing it was like a well-known celebrity too that got married to her nephew so it was really cool I was like yeah is she out there um let's see what else so we didn't end the day yet so we did continue on our journey we said goodbye to her to my mom's friend and then moved on to our next journey um we did go to this location it's called chin pracha house so it's like really small house that is like you know they call it sino i think singaporean portuguese style house um so it's mostly like chinese like you could tell that there's like definitely chinese inspired Mm -hmm. within it too but also like with a twist um but that house that house has been been there for a long time but they do have to constantly renovate it because you know house with like a hundred plus year old is like deemed to fall apart Mm. and it's basically the only house not only one but like one of the few that were left so they kept it, reconstructed, you know, and just kind of made it like a museum. So people just kind of educate to see what it looks like. People in Phuket, how they're living and what they normally do to uh, their day to day. So I looked up, the house was built since 1903. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's a long time. So Chin Pracha family, which the owner who lives there is Pratipak Chinprata. He moved, he migrated from Fujian, China mm-hmm. to, to Phuket. So this is his house. That's why it's called Chinprata House. Um, so it's a, so I looked up the architecture type, but it's called a Angmore lounge style. I don't know what that means, but yeah, me <laughs> but I thought it was pretty cool. Like, but but it, but pick imagine a old old, you know, old house with like a Chinese twist, but also Portuguese like too. It it it's interesting. Like it's it's a very. It, I don't think it's like big, but it's there. If that makes any sense. Like the only reason we know to get there is if you Google it and actually look for it because you won't you won't be able to see it um but this house is actually featured or filmed in like two to three films which is like heaven and earth is one of them and young indiana jones was another one that this house was featured in oh i never seen it. that's pretty cool though yeah i never seen it too i thought it was cool that's why i mentioned it just in case you listeners are familiar with it uh, but yeah, it was pretty cool. Like the funny thing is like mom and Najao didn't go with us because it's something that we both never seen before. But it was like the upper deck was closed, but the lower deck, it was like open for, you know, people. Obviously, you have to pay to get in. Um, but like the kitchen was really spacious. Like it was really, I mean, you could tell like there's no AC back in the day, but Mm-hmm. It was definitely spacious, like the pound, not the pound, the pond that they made was really cool. I actually loved the pond. The koi pond? The koi pond, yes, it was so amazing. They actually have someone like a tour guide that kind of educate people about like where everything comes through and like their, even their um, marital bed, which doesn't look comfortable at all, but 
I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do, right? I mean, it's a bed. It's there. It's there, right? (laughs) I mean, but it was really cool because I also see, like, one of the, obviously, the owner have already passed, but, like, the, you know, children, I would say. Like, the current, Mm -hmm. the current Chinpacha. She's actually, fun. before we left, we actually saw her coming in. And I told mom, I was like, I think she looked like she's the, like the daughter of like, she's, like, she's the current owner of the house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang. I was like, I think, so we ended up taking picture with her because mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. I was like, well, that's, the, that's her house. And wasn't she like Miss Icon 2021? Something like that. I forget what you, I don't check the video, but like, yeah, she. She up there. Won an award. Yeah. Like the house won an award, which is pretty cool. Like, um, I think it was her son was the one that was talking to Najao and mom in mm-hmm. that little cafe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we even, they said that we can even rent a Phuket style outfit, which is really cool, but I thought it was too hot to mm-hmm. even wear that. And we don't have that much time to go take pictures. It's like those portrait, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> dress up, take photos, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is cool, though. I mean, I, I appreciate it. And then the group that was there right before us, weren't they, one of them was like Miss Universe from somewhere. I think so. Yes. She was, that's why the, the owner, well, she's not, I think her son's the owner now, but I know what you meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Someone very important was there. And I was like, keep looking over. I was like, hmm. Yeah. Next time I see a fan first, I'm just going to ask like, hey, can I take your picture? Right. Because you never know who's there. Mm-hmm. But it was so cool. It was so casual. There's not, like, paparazzi. It's, like, the second time this has happened, though. Like, when we went to the temple last year, we saw the... Mm-hmm. The, uh... Thai boxers. Olympic win... Uh, gold winners? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, yeah, I'm going to start asking people, can I take pictures? Because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were both staring at Titus. One of them was like, this kid is so shabby. <laughs> 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 but they're just normal human. Mm-hmm. Just really normal. Like, people don't make a big deal about it. I, I just love that. I love how nonchalant that was. But anyways, after we were done with that trip, which we found that fascinating, we went to another viewpoint, which is Phuket viewpoint, where we did like a Titanic-like mm-hmm. pose. That was actually cool, because you can kind of look down and you can see certain areas of Phuket, but just in 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 the entire entire scene mm-hmm. i guess if they like if you were to fly a drone this is probably what it looked like which is cool but it was rainy so we didn't stay out too long and then an old man was playing a, a piano which he did a great job in so i donated some money mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. he was doing such a great job in a rain too i was like you poor guy but that wasn't the end though we still went and but did wait some... there's more yes there is more but this is actually like the last uh, destination to take pictures and stuff until we eat. Um, the last place we went to was called Big Buddha. Uh, no, Phuket Big Buddha or the Great Buddha of Phuket. Mm. Or, well, basically, the statue of the Buddha is called um, Mara Buddha statue. It's the stance this season. He's mm. sitting with the palm up. Mm-hmm. Um, so just 
so no, I'm sorry, not palm up, palm down. Um, basically, this gesture means that he is with Earth. So the when he points his hand down, he's like calm. He's down to Earth, mm-hmm. just kind of like peaceful, more Zen like. That's pop. That's one of the reason why they chose this particular statue up on the mm. hill. In case you want, you don't know. <laughs> um, but the official name of this Buddha is Paputta Ming Mongkon Ek Nakili. Nakili. That's the name yeah. of him. That's the name of the statue. I wrote it down in Thai because if it's karaoke, I'm going to butcher it and it doesn't sound right. But I mean, I wouldn't be able to tell either way. <laughs> yeah. Paputta Ming Mongkon Ek Nakili. That's his name. But the name of Bangkok is so much longer. It's like mm. five paragraph. Um, and it is a third tallest statue in Thailand. So mm. this is not the biggest. There's bigger ones. Which, do you know which ones are bigger? I have to look that up. Have we seen any bigger? I don't know yet. I don't know. My phone was still occupied. Mom's watching drama out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it is a 148 feet tall Buddha covered in burmese white marble mm. so the whole statue was covered in marble um and so this temple is well known because we treasure this buddha as a treasure of phuket so it's one of like the highlight of phuket like if you go to phuket there's two temples you have to go wat chalong and big buddha mm-hmm. so just to answer that question that, mm-hmm. I, that i asked it's the well, I just from quick Google's. It's the fourth largest in Thailand. Oh wow! Okay. The third largest is actually one that we seen, and that was the one that we saw at Wat Po. Okay, he is large. He's ginormous. And then I can't pronounce that one. What Budapa Pilam? Where is he at? He is in Lion. Oh wow! It's another Providence. That we did not make it to. And then, yeah, he has the right palm facing up. Okay. And then, number one is Wat Mung in Ang Thong province. Oh, Ang Thong. Ang Thong is not too far away from Bangkok, but. But that's supposed to be the number one largest. Wow. Oh, he has the same, he has the same stance as the Big Buddha, where he sit. Do you see? Do you realize mm-hmm. that? Yep, he's he's just like wow! I didn't realize he was large. Yeah, that one's known as the Great Buddha of Thailand. Oh, the wait, the Great Buddha of Thailand is the one in Phuket. Oh no, I'm sorry, the Great Buddha of Phuket. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burmese white jade marble the sculpture is seated on the island's tallest hill. Yep, and that's him. Pose that you said. Yep. Was an enviable view across Shalong, towards the east of the island. It's so big that you can see it from across much of the southern part of Phuket, which is true. Yes, so true. Like it's it's glorious. Like it's really beautiful, and Will got so much souvenir from Didn't that. Didn't we see this one? What? Pratnakon. We may have seen him. After we got back from Korea. No, I we. That's not it. No, not him. But he's he's pretty big too. I'm just checking the, the top fifteen list, see if there's any other 
There should be the one We've that... We've seen that one. Mm-hmm. What Panang Cheung. Yes, we did go there. Yeah, last year. Yeah. The so, yeah, these... The, uh, we saw that one. Number 12. Patat Doi Kham. Yes, mm-hmm. that is true. In Chiang Mai. Chiang Mai is so well known for the for the temples. But yeah, definitely if you guys are like interested, like the big Buddhas, if you Google it and visit certain providence, I wouldn't say go to all of them because it's, it's a good impossible. it's a good distance between the two. But like pick a few that you are nearby and kind of visit the location. I think it's definitely worth it. We just got the opportunity to go because it's kind of hard to miss. But the one in Phuket is like He's big. It's elite. He's if you Google it, chances are if you Google Buddha, chances are probably you're going to see that statue because it's like the biggest, clearest. Very clear. He's like top on the mountain. You're like you really have to take like 5,000 steps. I'm just kidding. It's not 5,000, but it is a lot of steps. Mm. Like if you have your Fitbit on, it's probably on fire right now. It's like, whoa, calm down. Take a break. Um, but yeah, it was it was really cool. I thought it was interesting. Will spent years in that big buddha see okay let me just tell our fan everybody says i spend a lot t- a lot a long time at places but i really don't i just take it all in <laughs> i just like to take sure. pictures like you should have seen him in the souvenir shop big buddha I was like, oh what's this what's that mm-hmm. well because i mean i want to bring something oh my god this dude want to buy everything i was like damn see and this is what happens when you travel with thai people the <laughs> they want you to see everything but for like a second <laughs> You good? You solid? Okay, great. Let's go. But yeah, that was it was a really nice trip. Like we actually walked. There was still some constructions towards the back and stuff. There's always renovation, but yeah, but there was a lot of people, a lot of tourists. Um, but yeah, it was really hard. It was I would say like if you're visiting Phuket, whatever religion you are, not whatever, but that's kind of rude. But even though you're not Buddhist, I think it's still worth visiting i mean because people if like the thing said like if you're on the south side of phuket you can't miss it like you can see it from it's on the top of them it's on top of a mountain hill of a mountain it's really hard to miss and it's like one of the best uh, one of the well-known destination too like if you're gonna go there you're gonna have to visit the big buddha it's bigger in person too very large <laughs> overwhelmingly large like i'm just thinking to myself like how long does it take to actually make him him mm-hmm. like with a marble damn yeah. and how heavy he is because it's huge you can see it from anywhere but like it's seeing it in person is still like a lot wow yeah but yeah it, it's it's really good like it a lot of phuket people really like i think having big buddha is not just because it's glamorous but it's also a way to show that you're like He's there, present wise. He's mm. there for you. It's like you're being watched over. Yeah, so I think that's that's part of the reason why we make big Buddha tr- statues. Not for glamour reasons, but also for reasons for like to be hopeful too. Like, if we can see it far away, we feel like someone is looking over at us. Mm-hmm. So it's it's that kind of feel mostly. I would say. I, I just don't want you guys to think that. Oh my God. Thai people are so bougie. Mm-hmm. It's all gold. Yeah, we love gold. Who doesn't like gold? But they like marble too. <laughs> but yeah, but at the same time, we like we like the significance of it and how we feel from it. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's part of the reason why we have the actual big Buddha B 
beautiful temples and stuff like we want to represent like we want to show the world that like we are out there we're not just like a third world country yeah Yeah. we're not a third world country that still ride elephants and live in a hut of somewhere even though there are some who do what live in a hut and ride elephants I'm sure they do but I mean I'm not about to (laughs) you know it's not the stereotype yeah, I would say, like, it, it's the lifestyle you choose, but the overall country is not that. Like, if you really Google, spend the time to Google within two seconds, you actually realize there's so much out there. Even though Thailand is becoming really booming. Even though it is the most visited city in the world as of this year? Yeah. I mean, if you want to save money, I think Thailand is the best place for it. But don't go in too much, because then all the Thai people will start jacking off rice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then we'll become like Japan or Korea. Like, really, not moderately expensive, but you know. You know what I mean. Um, but it's still worth going there. I would definitely not recommend going in April mm-hmm. unless you want to witness Songkran Thai New Year, which actually I saw a lot of foreign people purposely go in April just to be a part of Songkran mm-hmm. just because of how cool it is it's like water park from miles 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 down and just so our listeners know Songkran is what Thai New Year yeah it's Thai New Year hey, so it's, it's, it's a three day extensive New Year basically we'll get off for like the whole week mm-hmm. you get the whole week off just to celebrate shoot thank, each other with water guns to cool down because <laughs> it's so hot like people can pass out or probably go to the hospital so the best way to cool ourselves down is water and we turn that water into something fun you mm-hmm. know just to enjoy the moment you know it's the new year it's the new time we want to start fresh so basically it's just celebrating life which i thought it was it's a smart idea but mm-hmm. th- then the science behind it is it's damn hot. Wait, squirt each other water. Right, you you might pass out. Pool that. party. Right, right, right. We used to use like powder, but then it's a big no no because some people are allergic to it or it gets in your eye. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when COVID, it's like it's so weird during COVID time where they shut everything down. Mm-hmm. People just go pew pew. A little mm-hmm. water from the, from the distance. You can't even do that. Like, the police will come after you and be like, Why are you, what are you doing? It's like, I'm celebrating Songkran. Mm-hmm. It's all the same. But now it's back, okay? It's back. It's, people are shooting waters everywhere. Like, if you're riding a motorcycle or any open vehicle, best of luck to you because you will, <laughs> you will get squirted somewhere. But just don't be upset because it's just... It's just how it is. It's just Thai people. Yeah, it's <laughs> enjoying the moment. That's basically it. But yeah, but it, that that's a cool thing about it. Last activity for the day. After all the trip we have gone through, we finally made it to our uh, restaurant. It's called Gun Ang Tu. It's it's not crazy, but it is a you know it's an open space restaurant. Lots of mosquito bit me, by the way. Um, but it has really nice fresh seafood, which I liked. Mm. We had really good pictures taken, too. I think you took a few, few pictures of us. And that was a, one of the pictures that Titus looked like he was conducting a meeting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so that restaurant was interesting. Um, 
but yeah it wasn't it wasn't too bad I think I think I enjoyed it like the seafood tastes like what it's supposed to mm-hmm. like you can kind of tell the difference of like frozen seafood that's shipped to another location and an actual seafood that just came from the sea mm-hmm. which is really good but yeah we, we had a great time that was basically it on day four we've I didn't realize I walked through day four really quick. That was a quick journey, wasn't it? I mean, we, that's what we did, though. We did a lot of driving around. And because it was raining, we went to so many places really, really fast. We did. Well, the first time we went to Phuket, we had to do a drive-by because it was just so hard. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was really, really hard. But, yeah, our next episode will definitely cover the last day. So that was the day we're leaving Phuket. But we're still doing stuff. Imagine being stinky on the plane. What did we do before? We went to Hanuman World. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. that, And that was the day my sister came to Bangkok. Oh, yeah, because she was already there when we were on our way back. Oh, yeah, it was hilarious. It was but, a yeah. hilarious Okay, yeah, Hanuman World was dope. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. I I would definitely recommend it for for people, especially those of you guys who are, like, nature junkies. You'll love it. This is, like... A theme park for nature junkies and just don't worry about health code violations. Health code violations, personal safety. If you speak English, make sure you listen to the guy who speaks English when he gives you directions. Yes. Because they, they don't kid. Don't touch the bees. Bees? Yeah, they kept, remember they kept showing signs, don't swat at the bees? Don't swat at the bees, gotcha. Because they're hella aggressive and you may not make it out alive, but Stay tuned on the next episode. I know. Tyish podcast. <laughs> Killer bees. Killer bees. Oh my god. Zip lines. I have to tell you a crazy story. Speaking of bees, so Titus had his first day <laughs> in third grade. Dude was rocking it. He let me just tell you how grown he is. He told me he does not want to wear any cartoons. Like his backpack of choice is we got like a cute champion backpack, but we're like, oh, this is just a backup in case he would like it. No, that's the backpack he is gonna rock for the entire year. Mm-hmm. He said, I, I was like, I do not want dinosaurs this year, mm-hmm. mom. It's like I'm not a kid. I would like a champion backpack, and I would like to wear a Hollister shirt. It's that um, Hollister shirt with like the gradient color going on. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Oh, like, dude, look like he was in high school. I was like, oh, I don't want you to grow that much. Mm-hmm. And then he was trying to wear my Nike shoes, which I don't mind, but he has PE that day, so I didn't think it was a great idea for him to trip and fall. Like, mm-hmm. you could look fresh, but then you look like a hot mess. Yeah, and then you that. just run the outfit when you trip, scuff <sighs> shoes. And the way he takes off my Nike shoes, it gave me a heart attack. Like, he'll step on the back. Oh, it, mm. it just doesn't look right. But anyways. He'll learn. He'll learn. But that. anyway, he, you know, he just, he sucked it up and wore his Pikachu shoe. It's just fine. So we walked him to school, and the nurse called, like, I would say a few minutes before the school was done, like, I could hear Titus crying in the background. And she was saying, like, yeah, so after recess, when he came back, he was freaking out and started to cry. And he was screaming really loud, saying that the bee stung him. And the teacher says that there was no bee, though, in the classroom. It's like, there's no bee. There's absolutely no bee. Like, nobody saw it. They try to look at his finger. They're like, what are you talking about? 
Mm. But he was he said it hurt so much, so they had to call me, and they basically decided that it was maybe a good idea that I'd go pick him up. So we got home, and I got I grabbed a tweezer. By the way, I have no idea what I was picking out of, because his hand is so chunky as it mm. is. Mm. Like, you don't know what which one was swollen, but I did saw a small black dot somewhere on his hand, so I was just like, okay, why, what the hell? So I grabbed the tweezer, and I put it on a post, on a white postcard, and it does, I've never got stung by a bee, so I never know what it looked like. Mm-hmm. But I did confirm with his dad today, and he said it was actually very small like that. It, mm. But it's painful. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. He's like, it is painful. And Titus got stung by it. This is, this is the second time. So, yeah, to so sum it up. Like a month. <laughs> <sighs> For real? And it's on the hand. It's like right on the hand. Yeah, stop touching him, dude. <laughs> But he, yeah, but Titus said he made eye contact with the bee and he swatted it because he was scared. No, but see, you, that's, and that's exactly why how do world they tell you do not swat at the bees. Yeah, and it's crazy because another kid got stung, but he never went to recess. Mm. But, but they're like, that's so weird because Titus went to recess and he got stung by the bee. But Titus did say that the following day he saw the bee or something and it was dead. And I told him, it's like, well, it's normal. When bees stung you... Yeah, when they sting you, they're, they're dead. Yeah, because you have their stinger on your finger. Yeah, they're, they're dead. And he's like, yeah, it's a bee. <laughs> it's that same bee that caught me. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm sorry, Titus. So basically, his first day was great, but then the bee stung him. So Titus, zero, B one. <laughs> two. Two, B two, by the way. B undefeated. <laughs> oh my God. It, it was, he had no luck. I've never met a kid that gets stuck. But I'm so thankful that he is not highly allergic to bees. Because mm-hmm. imagine him being super severely allergic to bees, which I've seen people who are very allergic to bees. Mm-hmm. They get to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And we actually saw a bee today. Well, I saw a bee today. But I didn't swat it. I didn't even want to tell Titus that the bee was there. Yeah, see, if I see a bee, I, I just walk away quietly. Or, no, I, or I just come inside. <laughs> I got no choice. And don't tell anybody. I got no choice. Like, all, all three of us, like his dad, my like my mom, we're all staring at it like, yeah, it's a bee. And it was like flying close and then just went back to Titus. Almost to Titus. I was like, oh my God, Titus is going to get at it again. <laughs> yeah, if I see a bee, I just walk away really fast. Oh or I just come in here like, oh, I forgot something. But yeah, I figured I wanted to share with you guys how great of an experience that Titus had. First day of school? Yeah, first day of school. But he was so pumped today that he gets to do like the whole walking in front of the school with the teachers. Mm-hmm. And then all I have to do is just wait in front of my condo area and then... Just basically like dropping him off at the bu- the bus stop, but there's no bus. It's just teacher walking in mm. with the stop sign and stuff. Oh, yeah. Titus was so pumped. He's like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm grown. Oh, that reminds me. I need to call the school, too. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to call the school. But, yeah, anyways, that was that was another thing. You know, it's back to school season kind of deal and you know, kids going back. Like, that's basically the conversation I have with people at work. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, what grade is your child? Oh, did they have a great day? I said, like, well, my, my story is more interesting because his first day he got stolen to me. Yeah, most people know I don't have kids, so I don't have I don't have any conversations about the first day of school. Oh, yeah. It was so funny. But, like, some people, I'm very shocked. Like, I even talked to Titus' dad, and the kid I used to 
I know he's older than Titus, but I was so shocked that he's like seventh grade now already. I was like, that dude is grown. I was like, oh my god. They grow up so fast. They do. It's crazy. It's mind blowing. I mean, Titus doesn't look like a third grader. He's but, like fifth grader, but he does look like a fifth grader. Like I, the girl that dropped off his sign in the office because Titus was having the biggest fit. She was so puny. Mm-hmm. She was half of Titus' size. Mm-hmm. You play soccer. If you knew what he was doing, he would be out there dominating those kids. Oh no! There's another another kid who is as a little bit slimmer than Titus, but he's he's big up there too. But so if, Ti- Titus had a friend. I was like, oh. But if Titus, oh yeah, I got a picture of them. I think. Oh, together. he was so adorable. Like when that when that kid got hit on the knee and was throwing a fit. <laughs> I'm glad to see it's not just Titus that's like that, though. Like, it's, that's just a, a kid thing. Oh, no, it is a kid thing. I, I think I think when pain when pain hits them, some kids handle pain differently. Like, some kids... Because all, they just get angry at wherever it came from. <laughs> yeah. Like, that one kid was like, so do that! Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you could tell in the beginning, Titus was just screaming at people, call people cheaters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, dude! And then, like, I saw the dude's dad... The kids dad, kids dad was just sitting upstairs watching them. I was like, oh, okay, so, you know, it was just a kid thing. Right, right. Oh, yeah, he he definitely came back to the field, though, and mm-hmm. continued to play. Yeah, but, like, once it first happened, like, he was up there standing next to me. Like, I think I have a picture of <laughs> Oh, yeah, that kid was just, like, crying. He's like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Crying no stop, nonstop. Titus looked for a little bit, but he continued on doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Keep missing the ball when you try to kick it. <laughs> You're getting better. Though. Yes, but uh, but I I, I I thought it was cute mm. to see like someone with Titus similar size. He is a husky boy, mm. so they're both just kind of. But <laughs> poor mm. kid, every time he brought a ball, Titus kicked his ball. He's like, what? I didn't get a chance to kick mm, it. You're just as fast as me. <laughs> <laughs> Titus' goal was just kicking it, kicking it, kicking it. Just to make contact. Just to kicking it because if I don't kick it, then my mom and grandma will say something. So I'm just going to kick it. Mm-hmm. I don't know which goal I'm kicking it to. I may have accidentally kicked into my <laughs> own goal at one point, mm-hmm. which he did. But it was adorable. It was really cute. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he liked it. That's all I. That's all it matters to me. Cause. It looks like he's having a little bit more fun with it than he did last year. Oh, hallelujah. Like, I want him to be in sports. Like, I want him to be active. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I didn't want to sign him up with too many things. I know I do want him to continue swimming because it's essential. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's 30 minutes. Yeah. No, I feel like minutes. we're rambling at this point. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm talking about Titus. Who, mm-hmm. who don't want to know about Titus? You guys want to hear about Titus Pythas. <laughs> I know, but he is Thai-ish. <laughs> Definition. <laughs> yes, he is Thai-ish. Um, but yeah, I know we're rambling. But we're definitely, next episode, we're definitely going to continue on with our amazing journey. Um, definitely Google Hanuman World. Just or we'll put get, a link in the bio. Sure. I mean, I did post pictures in Instagram, too. Okay, well, then, yeah. We'll, we'll... Of what Hanuman World looked like. Well, I don't think I have the video of when we did the really fast zip lining. All right, put that on calendar for this week. Yeah. Yes, but no. please. Because that will be helpful. But, yeah, that we'll definitely talk about that adventure because that is actually really fun. Mm-hmm. Hot still. I, I mean, I the, the heat never... 
I always thought about that heat. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, it bugged me so much. But yeah, we appreciate you guys for listening. Until next time. Yes, thank you so much. Definitely follow us on Thai Dash Ish Podcast in what X? <laughs> it's not Twitter no more. It's, oh, I don't know. I've deleted the app. Like, yeah, I don't like his vibe. Yeah, it's... Well, definitely follow our Instagram, because <laughs> our Instagram is actually very more active. Mm-hmm. I am, I've been terrible with X or Tweet, whatever you call that platform. But definitely stay tuned, and if you have... This is your first time listening to our episode, definitely advise you guys to go back, because we definitely went through other adventures in Thailand previous year, and it was actually really interesting, too. Mm-hmm. So check it out! See you soon. Bye. Bye.